Hi friends, welcome to another episode of Making Disciples. I am so pleased you've chosen to give me a bit of your time today as we explore something around discipleship. And today's episode is a interview uh, with an absolutely incredible uh, young guy. He is a worship leader and songwriter from India. His name is Sheldon Bangera, and he is just an absolute joy, treat, pleasure. Love this guy. So, Chris, how did you meet him? I met him through Spring Harvest. He led some worship for us uh, this year, and uh, it was such such a pleasure you know, hearing about worship from another country just changes how you engage with worship here in the uk uh, i don't know about you but sometimes we just need expanding don't we from the niche small version of christianity uh, that we have right in front of us so that's exactly what this is this is an interview with sheldon about worship uh, what does it mean to worship god with the whole of our lives he's gonna sing uh, one of his songs for us and look I'm going to be straight up with you. The recording is not amazing. We're recording this on Zoom. Uh, Go beyond the quality of the recording. Enjoy it and really enter into the spirit of what he's leading us in. Uh, I hope you find this as inspiring as I do. So here we go. Interview with Sheldon Bangera uh, from India about how do we worship. Sheldon, welcome. It's so lovely to spend uh, some time with you. Just quickly tell us about what you do. What is your ministry uh, there in India? Chris, um, for the last 15 years, I've been um, serving the Lord uh, through music, mentoring and missions. So those three M's uh, pretty much sum up my life and all that we do as a family and as a team and as a ministry. So we get to uh, write songs, record them, produce them, put them out, and watch uh, and experience churches all across India sing them. We also get to reach out to a lot of people in India through different means, schools, colleges, um, live concerts, and you know we experience people come to Christ uh, almost every night, uh, every worship night uh, that we minister and play. Besides that, the mentoring part, I get to spend a lot of time with younger artists like myself, 20-year-olds, Uh, 25-year-olds, you know, getting to mentor them, build and train them and help them, you know, achieve their full potential and, you know, see their calling manifest. Uh, And um, we get to travel a lot. You know, uh, my team and I, we have our own vehicle. We have our own bus tour van and we've traveled to more than 120 cities slash villages slash small towns in India with the gospel of Jesus Christ. You know, and we do this um, tour every year. It's called India on Wheels. And so, you know, we get to travel a lot. And so uh, that's pretty much what I do. Love it. You know, I've been so doing... let's back up a second. Oh, you like going oh. out. If you back yeah, up yeah. a second, let us let me ask this question. How did you become a follower of Jesus in the first place? Well, Chris, um, I grew up in an urban city, the city of Mumbai. And, uh, you know, I grew up uh, with with questions about life. And uh, I didn't really find those answers um, in my family, in my home, in my friend circle, in my church. And so what that led me, uh, you know, that, that kind of led me to go out seeking. And I loved music. Music was my passion. I considered it to be a gift from childhood. I loved, you know, I could play multi-instruments and multiple instruments and stuff. And so 
I uh, started playing for a rock band and trying to find my answers there. I didn't find my answers there. Um, I tried to seek my answers with friends and, you know, trying out drugs of different kinds. And I thought, you know, that would kind of quench my soul, but it didn't. And eventually I reached a place of complete hopelessness, depression, and I had become suicidal to be precise uh, when I was 18 and 19 years old, about that time. And uh, when I was 19, I was a first year engineering student. Um, I had failed in uh, eight out of 10 subjects with a zero in maths. And, uh, you know, I got invited to this prayer meeting uh, where, uh, you know, uh, I, I just went to help them play the guitar. They needed somebody to help them with the guitar. But I had no idea that my life was about to change that afternoon. It was the 7th of August, 2004. Um, and I experienced something uh, about Jesus. And in that prayer meeting, the tangible presence and power of Jesus, uh, performing miracles and all of that. But what really touched me was um, I heard literally in my, like in my conscience, I heard uh, Jesus call out to me and say, son, I love you. I have a plan for you and your life is about to change. And since that day, my life has completely changed. It was the 7th of August, 2004. I was hopeless, miserable. I was a failure. I was young. I was, you know, 19 years old and on drugs and with all of these things, but my life instantly changed and I became a follower of Jesus. I, I decided that if this is real, I'm going to give my life following Jesus. You know, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. Love and I'm, I'm, I'm really happy now. Love it. Oh, so good to hear testimonies of what the Lord is doing. Is it normal for a young man in India to go seeking out Jesus? Is that normal? Uh, what is normal, Chris, is for a young man in India to be asking questions and to be really, you know, in a hopeless place. That's really normal in a place of depression. About three days ago, I found out that a, a very close friend of ours a uh, young, a young boy, probably in his early twenties, uh, who was filming with us recently, you know, just committed suicide, just like that. And so, what's common is uh, a, a huge wave of hopelessness. Um, and in that hopelessness, people are asking questions, and people are looking for authentic examples and somebody that can point them to the truth, somebody that can point them to Jesus. And so, you know, we have a great responsibility and a great opportunity as well. Yeah. So. Very often, Christianity is seen as a Western religion, and India. Um, how? How? Yeah. How is Christianity approached? How is it understood in India? What's the complexities of being a disciple of Jesus in India? Oh uh, well, um, Chris. The challenges have been dynamic. They have been changing with changing times, uh, but largely, uh, you see. Christianity is a minority religion in India. They say just two to three percent of uh, Indians are actually Christians, mm. you know, followers of Jesus, and um, and so it's it's definitely a minority religion. It's not very common to practice Christianity in Indi in India. Churches are few. Although yes, we have a, a a huge church scene, but you know, compared to the vast majority of people, it's a very small minority, a drop in the ocean. And yet, um, you know, we have a great window of opportunity. Um, and so it is challenging, and especially over the last few years where uh, we've seen this uh, a sort of a spike in the wave of um, radicalism or, you know, religious divide. You know, I like, to, I like to say I love my country. I love my people. I love, uh, you know, we love people from every faith. But what 
sometimes goes across is either a misunderstanding or probably political manipulation you know like a polarization uh, in order for you know for votes and to get gain some power and stuff and so what happens is people have a misinformation about the christian faith which brings a lot of uh, stumbling blocks and so persecutions are on the rise have been on the rise uh, but i would say it's always a great opportunity it's always great serving jesus in india because uh, in the face of opposition is where the gospel has grown the most if you look at history and we get an opportunity to genuinely love people when it gets more and more difficult and um, you know and so i think it's 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 getting difficult i would say and laws are changing by the day the rules are changing uh, you know governance is strong uh, at this point uh, and you know leaning towards a lot of hindu um or uh, you know radicalism but what i would say is that as christians we love um you know our rulers we pray for them we pray for our nation and we continue to serve jesus faithfully we continue to do good and uh, we believe that god will work in the hearts of his people yeah i'm um, i love the work of open doors and if you come across open doors open doors work with the persecuted church all over the world and they produce right. every year uh, what they call a watch list. Here are the countries in the world to be praying for and interceding for because persecution is there or is growing there. And India right. is number 10 on the world watch list. Uh, right. So it's seen uh, as a place where persecution is is re- you know regularly happening. So you know we are praying for India. Um what what does persecution look like uh for uh, many in india well um it depends on what place you're located at if you're in the urban settings um you're a little safer as compared to if you're in if you're a pastor in a rural church you know uh, in a new church plant or you know in a place where that's like sort of like predominantly unreached and so we constantly get news about uh, pastors being um uh killed persecuted um their their families are uh, being tortured tortured to death and there these this this news isn't uncommon for us uh so we keep getting them circulated on our messages or on our whatsapp and we get information about things like that and so it does concern us it does grieve our hearts um uh, and you know in 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 the cities you know there's there's more like uh you know persecution in a legal front you know they try to find and i i think as the laws change is going to get you know they're going to try and uh you know uh you know frame laws to make it probably exceedingly harder uh, to turn curb funding uh, to curb um, even 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 local funding and ways to actually you know uh, actually make it difficult for christians to survive yeah i guess but i guess is all part of um, part of what always happened i think there's nothing new we've seen this in bible times and you know it's just one of those things that we've got to you know still continue to live our faith in the midst of Yeah I I'm, I think it was you posted a a photograph last year of a pastor that had been um tortured and killed and it's just I think for us there's a danger in the west that our faith is asleep we're 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 sleeping lions and we don't realize what we have and it's so easy to be a disciple of Jesus that we sleep and um I think we need waking up uh we need waking right. up to the fact that Jesus is lord uh that right. he changes lives that he is powerful but if if we live out our faith uh clearly then there should be persecution that will walk alongside that it shouldn't be easy 
Uh, Jesus right. promises it. If you know, if you follow me, then the world persecution will come. Uh, so right. I think there's a there's an element of um, we need to wake up and right. we need to see what's happening globally for the church. Uh, yes, we want to play our part. Uh, yes, we want to pray and intercede and and pray that uh, that the Lord would keep His pastors strong and keep His churches strong. Uh, but we need to wake right. up. We need to wake up. So it's an encouragement. I'd love to, you know, do you have any stories of things that you're seeing Jesus do uh, right now in India? I, I, you know, is there anything happening? Absolutely everywhere, uh, Chris. Uh, everywhere. There's new stories every day. Um, you know, some of the most uh, amazing stories of late I've been hearing and been a personal witness to are, uh, you know, God doing powerful things even through Zoom meetings. And, you know, honestly, as the lockdown hit and all of us, you know, even the church was forced to go indoors. Um, one of the things that our team started was a daily devotional uh, group. And so, you know, we started that somewhere in October, uh, last year in the middle of the lockdown. And since then, we've had God do and perform great miracles in people's lives every day. New people coming to know Jesus through Zoom meetings. And that's really powerful. Uh, on the field, absolutely, God is moving all the time. There are some amazing miracles. And that's when, you know, where, where the powers of darkness are the darkest or, you know, the, the, the fiercest, I believe sometimes God's power is also the greatest. And that's where we get to see some crazy miracles absolutely out of the world testimonies, supernatural activities, you know, sick being healed, cancers disappearing, and, you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff like that that keeps happening all the time. It's very common for us to see things like that in India, in different places. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. Now, um, I was listening to you on YouTube uh, recently. I, I loved your version of Reckless Love. Partly because I recognized it. It was in English. Um, but right. I loved what you did with that song. And one of the things I love about your music is the interplay between, yes, you're playing guitar, but then you've got some real authentic Bangra sounds in there as well. And I, I, I just love your music. I just think it is uh, so good. Um, one of the songs that you are going to sing for us at Spring Harvest is... Um, I want to I want to name it in the in the English name, but Jaja Nam, which is uh, Hail Jesus name. Uh, right. Would you just share with me um, what's the story behind that song? Why did you write that song? Uh, well, Chris, um, there was always a deep desire to to write songs that would resonate with the heart of India. I often say this: in the West, you worship Jesus through your mind and heart. And in India, we worship Jesus through our heart and mind. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> so the processing for Indians is usually through the heart and emotion. And, and you know, it's then that it, it passes through the, through the brain filter probably. So, you know, I wanted to write a song that, uh, that had the Indian authentic element. It's a bhajan. So Jai Jai Nam is a bhajan. And bhajans are songs that people sing all over India. In India, especially Hindus. Uh, the first thing that they wake up in the morning and turn on is, uh, uh, you know, a you know, bhajan music, and which means they stand before their altar and they perform certain rituals around those devotional songs. And they're very beautifully soothing songs uh, of devotion, very meaningful. And so I wanted to write a song that had that soothing touch to it, but at the same time, 
was able to present Jesus not as a foreign god. In India, people have a misconception that Jesus is a Western god, and um, you know, therefore, he is far away, and we can't really relate with him. But I wanted to bring Jesus and make him more approachable to every Hindu and every Indian in India, and that's why we wrote Jai Jai Nam and included a lot of those authentic sounds. And also, when our team happened to travel um, through Varanasi, which is uh, sort of like the capital of Hinduism, where the river Ganga, the Ganges flow, and and there are thousands of devotees that come there almost every day, and there's millions of devotees every year. Um, you know, I wanted to sing it and film and pictureize it over there so that a Hindu could relate and say, "Hey, we love to worship Jesus with you." Mm. You know, and 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 there's been amazing testimonies. There are lots of people that have connected with Jesus because of that. Mm. Do you have your guitar there with you? Yes, sir. Right. Would you be happy to um, just sing a bit of that for us? I just think it's so interesting to hear the worship from another country. It really allows us um, to to see the body of Christ. You know, we are one body, many parts, globally worshiping this global Jesus, and yet we get so used to our way of singing worship. It'd be so lovely just to hear. Uh, what that sounds like. Um, is it is it is the audio okay, Chris? As good as it's gonna get on Zoom. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Gaon mein subho shaam Jai jai naam yeshu naam Gaon mein subho shaam Jai jai naam yeshu naam Gaon mein subho shaam Jai jai naam yeshu naam Gaon mein subho shaam Balheen ka sahara Papiyo ka dost hai to Yeshu tu hai kitna pyara Shabd na kaise bataan Balheen ka sahara Papiyo ka dost hai tu Yeshu tu hai kitna pyara Shabd na kaise bataan Jai jai naam Yeshu naam Gaon mein subho shaam Jai jai naam Yeshu naam Gaon mein subho shaam Jai jai naam Yeshu naam Gaon mein subho shaam Jai jai naam Yeshu naam Gaon mein And I'm going to sing a verse for you in English, okay? Yes, go for it. Your throne forevermore welcomes us with open doors. You reign in matchless power. Your sacrifice has won my heart. Your throne forevermore welcomes us with open doors. You reign in matchless power. Your sacrifice has won my heart. Every day and every night, your name be lifted high. Every tongue and every tribe, Jesus, we lift you high. 
Every day and every night, your name be lifted high. Every tongue and every tribe, Jesus, we lift you high. Jajanam, Yeshunam, Gaumasubhosham. Jajanam, Yeshunam, Gaumasubhosham. Shelton, I, I'm, I'm, no joke. I, I, just as you're singing that, my spirit is just loving it. I absolutely <laughs> love it. Do you know sometimes when you hear worship from another continent or country, it does something inside of you. You don't know the words. It's like the spirit. Yeah. Uh, you, you, the spirit of it somehow lifts you. You. You resonate with it, even though you don't know quite what the words mean. You know it's for Jesus, and it just Absolutely. lifts you. Sheldon, thank you so much for sharing um, some of your story, some of your life with me. Uh, we are blessed by your ministry. How can we be praying for you? Uh, what would bless you right now? What can we pray for? Chris, uh, pray for us um, as a team, as a family. Pray for the church in India. I consider myself very much as part of, uh, you know, the, the the whole community in India. And, you know, I represent uh, the church. And so, you know, pray for us uh, as Indian Christians. Pray for our families, um, for our protection, as well as, you know, for God to 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 shine forth more and more. He must increase and we must decrease. And especially in these changing times and these difficult times, may we really be faithful to him. May we be faithful to the calling that he's placed on us. And, uh, you know, like others who have gone before us and, and made a mark uh, in the face of persecution, may we also live very successfully to the glory of God in that. Mm, bless you. And I, I just really pray and hope that those listening to your story as well, uh, just to inspired. I think it, it is so powerful to hear what the Lord is doing globally. We'll be praying for you uh, for sure. Uh, Sheldon Bangera, where can people find more of your music if they want to check you out? Um, Google. <laughs> Chris, uh, there's, there's all my music out there online. It's on Spotify, on iTunes, on Amazon, on all those platforms. It's out there. And we have tons more coming. So, uh, yeah. I pray that people can find it and listen and be blessed. Thank you so much for your time. Bless you and have a great day. Grace and peace. Thank you, Chris. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me over. So, guys, just as this end interview ends, I want to just hop back on and uh, before the jingle plays at the end and say this. Uh, that song he just sang is incredible and the recording of it, as you can see through Zoom, uh, you get the spirit, but you don't get the power. And I really want to honor Sheldon. Uh, there's a link in YouTube to uh, JJ Nam uh, on YouTube where you can hear uh, a, a proper recording of it. Um, do subscribe to his YouTube channel if you're a YouTuber, uh, if you use YouTube. Subscribe to him, encourage him. Uh, just something about his ministry that lifts me. And um, as he was singing JJ Nam, I just had... Uh, almost tears in my eyes just being overwhelmed by God's presence uh, and that was just a poor recording of of his ministry and his songwriting so please do check out his YouTube friends until next time grace and peace mm -hmm.